Welcome to the talk show. It's Bernie and Chimdi. Hello and welcome to another episode of the talk shop. I'm Bernie. I'm Chimdi. What's going on, buddy? Good, man. The listeners can't see, but I am lying down. I am down and out for the count, almost. You know, the the, the life of a of a father. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, people don't realize how exhausting this stuff is. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, man. I I can't, I don't imagine. That. I mean, yeah. It's. I mean, I'm I'm grateful because I'm. I mean, I don't know. Somehow, Kaima is just. I don't know. She just does her own thing, but we still kind of like help her out with like schoolwork and you know. Because when I say schoolwork, I mean like reading. Just trying to read a little bit in the evening with her when she comes home. But she's at mm-hmm. school till like five, and then it's like when she comes home, maybe take a walk and then dinner. And then by eight she's down. So I don't know. Somehow she doesn't. But when she's here, and on the weekends, terrible. terrible, <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible. <laughs> oh man, it's like all action at that point, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm, See, that's that's the thing with PJ is like, um, what's it? When we come back from school, from daycare, it's like go, 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 and then chasing him to eat, because he's like, PJ is easily distracted. So, he's just out there living life, loving it, having fun, running around, like, trying to play with his toys, that he's like, look, you're trying to put food in my mouth? Like, you're trying to get in the way of this fun I'm trying to have right now? <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's like, some there are certain things where, like, like, he eats everything, but certain things he likes more than other things. And when it's the things that he really likes, like cheese or French yeah. fries or like stuff like that, no problem. Anything mm-hmm. else becomes a negotiation with whatever else he's trying like he's trying to do. You're you're even lucky. He likes French fries. I mean, for some reason Kaima doesn't. Uh she just likes meat. Like if there's meat on her plate, she eats it. <laughs> and, and I mean meat, I mean like pulled pork or like beef or whatever, but like sometimes she eats the rice that's on the plate too. Definitely isn't a fan of fries. Um, yeah. At least sweet potato fries. I don't know because we tend to eat that more than regular fries. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, she loves cheese. Just string cheese. Just eating string cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, you know stuff like that. But she's she's she too. She's picky. She, she she but she's a healthy eater. Like once you get her to it, or once you keep her on her seat, and you just say you're gonna finish it before you come out of the seat, because we still have that high chair type format for her. Still, but is it w- which I don't with know. the straps? Yeah, with the straps, so she's locked in, so she can't go anywhere. Um, I love it. So, so uh, I mean, she's getting too big for it now, so we have to find another way to do it. Uh, but generally, even even I think two days ago, she sat down on a regular dining table chair with us, which was interesting. But she kept mm-hmm. like trying to slide under the table and trying to like escape. So you know, mm-hmm. you kind of have to, to watch her. But uh, yeah. but yeah, generally. You know, as long as there's meat on there and, you know, some kind of carb, rice or something, pasta. She loves pasta. She loves pasta and meatballs, you know, kind of thing. Mm. But sometimes she just attack the meat first 
<laughs> and then and then we have to like tell her, okay, you have to read the rest of it now. And then she struggles through the rest of it. But literally, once you put the plate down, first thing she sees and says is meats, and then she eats it, and then she has to struggle with the rest of the food. <laughs> so Yeah. We had to abandon the high chair a long time ago because PJ is like he's a force of nature. Uh, he's like no yeah, that's move and he would literally like squeeze himself out and pull the straps down and like get out of there it wow. actually became a hazard because he was so not about it um but man white rice his favorite rice is just plain white rice nothing else on it he can, he, he just eats it like that nothing, nothing yeah on it. like he wow. like he likes he likes jollof and he likes fried rice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he won't he won't actually have to tell him anything if it's just plain white rice Wow. I'm like, fam, we need That's some seasoning in our lives. Like, <laughs> exactly. like please. please. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, I just can't wait for, for, for her to just like, you know, be able to, well, actually, they never really get to that point. They eat what you give them till like way, way, way down the line. Mm-hmm. So, and again, generally, there's not, there's not too much she wouldn't eat eventually. She may... She may front for a little bit, but at the end of the day, she'll eat it as long as you mm. force her, or she'll eat something. At least the food will go down. You know, she mm-hmm. doesn't. She rarely wastes food to that extent, so it's good. Speaking of food, I have, a, I have a question for you. This is more like um, husband and wife related question. Mm-hmm. Um, when you got married, was it a bit of a shift for you in terms of um? So okay, let me let me phrase it this way. Amar has asked me for years to tell her what I want to eat, so that she can like like we can get groceries accordingly. Yeah. Right. So like okay, mm-hmm. hey, what do you want? What do you feel like eating this week? Mm-hmm. Let's buy groceries according to that, so we're not wasting, you know, money and whatever. I'm like that makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. but to this day, I've never been able to give her an answer yeah. because I'm I I grew up so used to whatever my mom put in front of me. What I, I was eat. gonna eat. So, yeah. the, except for fried rice, which was like if I came back from a trip or my mom hadn't seen me in a while, or like you know special occasions, was fried rice always. Yeah. And my mom knew that's my favorite, so that was I was ready on those days. Mm-hmm. But like, even I realized, even when I was living by myself, I never actually thought about what do I want to eat this week. So mm-hmm. meal prep never really worked for me. It was buy a bunch of stuff that I know I can generally cook whatever with. <laughs> So I think like I was already like you've been meal prepping right or or was that I, transition interesting? I used I used to meal prep when I was single, right? Uh, but it was a combo of meal prepping and you know just whatever I know I could put together. But you know within my meal prep diet attempt type thing, um, Amaka is tries to for the week sometimes or just buy stuff she knows she want to make during the week at this point sometimes it comes up what do you want to eat whatever but generally we since we're trying to eat a certain way we have an idea of what we want to to mm-hmm. buy and we just make meals as we go along during the week mm-hmm. uh, based on that you know some stuff gets left over whatever but in general it's just a an open roadmap i would say Mm-hmm. you know options so yeah that's how we are now um but yeah no i didn't really i mean again I, I don't know i don't remember if there was a real transition for me i think kind of when we're dating 
that was how I was functioning, you know, when we were dating. And then before we got married, we lived together for over nine months Mm -hmm. or maybe a year. Mm -hmm. So we kind of have gotten used to to how we function food-wise. But, yeah, the question comes up once in a while as to what we want to eat this week, what are your ideas, you know, what can we eat? And it's all usually within the parameters of trying to eat clean. So Mm. we know there's not going to be any rice. Maybe sweet potato or something like that. Y'all um, don't eat rice anymore? Kaima eats rice, but we don't, me and her, no. We have this rice. It's made with chickpeas. Eat that. Oh, shit. Now, so it looks like rice. But yeah, rice, bread, those things I know for sure for me are the carbs that, like, they're the ones that add, like, fat to places I don't want it to. So I avoid those, like, the plague if I can. Oh, wow. if, I, if I if I have if I have no choice, then yeah, I'll eat it. But generally, rice is not on my not on my on my um my diet. I, I can't. That's some bread. discipline, bro. Yeah, bread once in a while because there's a few bread types like multi-grain type ones that are relatively healthy, and I mm. yeah, I'm okay with that. But I don't have that more than once in a week if I'm gonna have it. Um. So yeah, most of my carbs come from. Potatoes, sweet potatoes, or mm. Korean yams. Uh, not Irish potato. Avoid those, like the plague also. Uh, <laughs> and then chickpea pasta or rice, which tastes interesting. Wow. And then quinoa type things like that, that kind of stuff. Wow. But, you know, Ladies and rice, gentlemen, this is discipline right here. <laughs> rice gets me, man. Rice fucks me up like bad. Like bad. I, not, I'm not saying it. Like, I enjoy it, but I know if I eat rice for like two weeks straight, I'm packing on pounds. Easy. That's why when we went to DR, and that's the only option we had, because we had cooks that were in the villa and they made rice and beans, their own version, whatever. Like, the amount of weight I brought back with me it was incredible. <laughs> so, so, yeah, the, I avoid yeah. rice at, at all costs. Rice and bread. And pasta. I don't think I'm going like to this episode. Because no <laughs> like she, she, she tries. Like, like honestly, mm-hmm. I think the reason why we don't eat healthier than we do is because I was like, listen, I can't do this. Like, we tried quinoa, we tried couscous. I'm like, listen, this stuff tastes disgusting. You don't like it? Really? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's not bad, man. This stuff it's, is it's, gross. It's, it's, it's a good replacement, man. I, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to it now, but it, I never... I don't remember ever feeling that way about about quinoa. Quinoa is fine. Like you can jollof it. You can make it. Yeah, it's not bad, man. It's not bad. <laughs> it's like jollof quinoa. Nah, fam. Like I think I think like the I already made a big shift from white like bread to whole wheat. Mm. Now now I'm, now I'm pure whole wheat, but like. <laughs> That's like, that was the most I allowed because <laughs> I can't wow. live like this. Well, maybe I should. Maybe maybe I'll have more energy. Like if if you know. See, uh, there's yeah, quinoa is good, man. I mean, maybe not couscous because I've never really had couscous, but quinoa definitely. It's a good substitute for rice if you just make it right. Or then again, we have it in such a way that it's like there's like um, what you call it, mixed vegetables inside it, so it's like. Kind of like fried rice, but with mm-hmm. quinoa. Um, quinoa. 
This is what <laughs> Yeah, man, you can do it. You can jollof it, or you can fried rice it, or whatever, anything you want. Just make it how you want. Honestly, at this point, it's just putting food in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> and despite the entertainment for me comes in the form of the protein, the meat. You know, mm. you can have steak with it. You can have chicken with it. You know, I make, I try to do most of the seasoning of those things if I can, because I, I feel like I have a special touch with seasoning meats. <laughs> so. You know, that kind of stuff. That's where the entertainment comes in. Other than that, the quinoa and stuff like that is just filler, man. That's how I look at it. <laughs> look at wow. It. Oh, I've, I've learned something today. I've learned something today. Yeah, man. Okay. I mean, some of us are not blessed being skinny all their lives. So we have to figure out a way to, <laughs> to, to compensate and, you know, make sure we're not killing ourselves. Because me, if you leave me alone and I don't eat like this or work out, only God knows how big I'll be, honestly. And I already feel like I'm heavier than I should be. But well, I'm getting getting back there, getting back to healthy, I think. Nice one, man. Nice one, man. <laughs> but yeah, wow. man. So I wanted to talk to you about something that a few things. Uh I think we'll start on a lighthearted note and then end serious. Or do you want to do vice versa? What do you want to do? You know what? Let's let's but let's uh, let's go serious. serious. Let's go let's serious end, first. Yes. End on a on a light note. First, uh, I, I agree. I agree. When I thought about it, I was like, "Yeah, that's what we should do." Um. So yeah, this I know the basic concepts of the Roe v. Wade law, or whatever. Um. I'm not an expert. Uh. I just know it on a surface level. Uh, I don't know if you you probably know a little bit more than me, but. Essentially, what we're talking about here is the fact that Roe v. Wade is being what um, taken back to uh, Supreme Court to be re re ruled on, and you know, um, I guess certain parties are hoping for it to be repealed. Um, but yeah, Roe v. Wade basically—I mean, I, mean, I don't have the official definition. In front of me, but it's the abortion law, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The national abortion law. Ab- abortion law. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what the Republicans are trying to do is to make it a crime, essentially, like they have it in. Well, it's not really a crime, but in in places like Texas and stuff, where they kind of have an anti-abortion, you know, mandate. Um, so they're kind of trying to take it to the national level, and that is very um, nasty in many regards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let you give more color to it in terms of the official proclamations or whatever you know officially, and then I can you know we can discuss our thoughts on how it's been going and you know what it means and everything around it uh, after that. Yeah, I think it's um, it's a rather important thing, especially with Mother's Day coming up, um, mm-hmm. right around the corner. Um, and I think um, well, the background of this is that I think the state of Mississippi has put into place one of the most restrictive abortion laws in America, and that case is up in the Supreme Court, and they're using that 
as a means to pretend to a rule on that but also use it as a means to validate uh roe v wade in the first place mm-hmm. so to invalidate yes to invalidate roe v wade yes in 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 the very first place and the argument has been from the conservative side that there's no actual constitutional uh wording that protects abortion and that roe v wade in its in its self is uh, wrong that the ruling was wrong because in 1973 in a 7-2 to two, uh supreme justice vote Supreme Justices said that the American 14th Amendment mm-hmm. um, covered a woman's right to uh, have an abortion. And the 14th Amendment is a right of privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said that that concept of personal liberty and restrictions upon state action as we feel it is, or in the Ninth Amendment's reservation of rights to the people, is broad enough to encompass a woman's decision whether to terminate her pregnancy. So if you're a quote-unquote constitutionalist, right, mm-hmm. you'd be looking at it and go, that makes no sense. You've just kind of interpreted this to say that it can capture abortion, but why not include anything else in life, mm-hmm. right? Um, a lot of people on the left say, well, yes, that might be the case, but that was our interpretation, and that has been reinforced by subsequent rulings in the 90s and early 2000s and so on and so forth so legal precedents should take place Mm -hmm. uh, should take hold which interestingly each of the conservative judges right now who are voting against it literally said that um, legal precedent should hold Mm -hmm. um, should be respected and then should hold and in fact, two of them said it's already settled law. We're not going to overturn it. With uh, Neil Gorsuch, the first of Trump's appointed uh, judges, mm-hmm. actually saying, because he was asked a question point blank, if Donald Trump walked into your office and asked you to terminate Roe v. Wade, what would you do? And he said, I would have walked out. Mm-hmm. And the same judge is now apparently voting to terminate Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's um, it's an interesting thing when you look at it because at the end of the day, there are some people who just do not support abortion mm-hmm. um, for their religious reasons, primarily. There's mm-hmm. the argument of um, you know a viable life and when that is and whatever and whatever. Um, but uh, to me, uh, I'm trying to think of, of the best thing to say here. I think, I think before we even get to personal views, I think it's mm-hmm. why lie, right? Like, yeah. why come out and lie about your intention? Yeah, which is what these judges all did, right? And I think that I think that's the first thing to me. You said you wouldn't touch it. You said it was settled. One of you even said they would have walked out. Uh, but you're voting this. Like at that point, does that not call the impartial nature of the of the court into like does that not call it out? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a bit crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I it's a tough one because I think you know we were raised. Yeah, let me just say you were raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school. We all know what the what the Catholic Church thinks about this, even even to the point of contraceptives, which mm-hmm. I find this hilarious because <laughs> you know I was talking to a friend and um, he said that he's totally against it, and I was like, cool, that's fine. Um, but he said to the point of. <laughs> I'm going to say this on the show right now. This is wild. But mm-hmm. man said, yo, I don't even jerk off like that because, like, I don't want to kill a life. I'm like, fam, like, this... <laughs> <laughs> we're going a bit far, don't you think? <laughs> like, wow. Wow. Like, I was like, but, you know, you know, the, the my next statement was, well, if you pull out, <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, it's it's the same thing. Man mm-hmm. goes, yeah. So, so I try to have sex as little as possible. I'm like, whoa, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's an extremist. <laughs> like, all right, wow. all right. Uh, I, I I respect your um. What's the word I'm looking for? Agency. Yeah, like I respect your view. I respect your discipline because mm-hmm. I, I ain't got it. <laughs> 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 like, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm, I'm, no. You know, I believe in that's a good thing about being a uh, you know Protestant. We believe in contraception. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, I, 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 to me, the whole, the whole thing is, I look at it more from. Well, first of all, I, I will address the religious point you brought up. Yes, that's what the Catholic Church teaches, but no, that's not what I practice in my life. I don't believe in forcing anyone to keep something that you know well i I say that (laughs) i struggle a little bit saying that but at the same time i kind of think it is somehow detrimental to force someone who isn't prepared for that burden to shoulder that burden Uh, especially now as a a father and knowing what it entails to raise a kid, um, it is definitely not something I advise anyone to take upon if they are not fully ready and committed in every way possible. So mm-hmm. financially, mentally, uh, emotionally, if you are not all the way there and ready to do that or to take on that responsibility, uh, please stay away. Um, it is not a joke. Uh, and it can wear you out easily, like very, very badly. Um, so, yeah, it's not something to play with. Um, that being said, um, <clears throat> what what gets me the most about this topic is just the the, I don't know, the the group of people making these decisions always seem to be older white men, men that think that they are um, upholding Christianity. But then when you observe the rest of their lives and how they behave, um, I'm I'm sorry, sir, but you are in no position to do that. You know, this is one thing that upsets me about religion. I'm, I'm Catholic. I believe in everything, you know, that I've been taught. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I follow it. Um, I may not go to church every week, but you know, I still have 
I'm still embedded in that principle. But religion really bugs me. You know, there's certain things about, and especially being Catholic, when you look at history and things that they've done historically and even to today and things that go on, obviously there's no no body or no group of people that's without issue. But the Catholic Church is notorious and longstanding in issues that it's had. So, you know, I have a big problem with practicing even just the 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 lay people as in the 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 random individual and how they practice their faith the hypocrisy that's that's there is incredible i always find it uh unbelievable and you know frustrating how people can act so holier than thou but you know within their private lives are scum of the earth you know and you know they can use one part of the Bible to beat people with a stick, but can't look at themselves. You know, those, those are the kind of things that that piss me off and you know annoy me about religion. So when it comes to this, you know, we have you know every, almost every panel you see on CNN or whatever, is or even or let's just say Fox News because that's the worst one. Is usually typically four or five old gray white men discussing what women should do with their bodies. Um, and I think that's just fundamentally wrong. Um, and they've never experienced what it means to carry a child. They barely contribute to the raising of their current children. And they want to burden someone with, with, you know, with that. And I also read somewhere that stuff, even like, Stuff that is generally um, detrimental to the woman's health, like if the egg implants outside the uh, outside the um, the proper lining, you know, like it implants somewhere else in the in the midsection, mm-hmm. that can be dangerous. That's not conducive for the woman. It could cause her death eventually if the child comes to term. Apparently. If, if if you even if you find that out when you're doing like pregnancy checks or whatever early checks th- that kind of thing like removing that type of pregnancy will be considered a crime also even if it's detrimental to your health you know things like people that get pregnant from being raped type of things it's like you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. those kind of things you're giving people like that, no choice, you know, and that's not that's not conducive at all. So, you know, it's things like that that really bug me about these kind of things. You know, people thinking they can make laws on behalf of everyone, and the people that are making those laws are not even representative of that group, especially when it's marginalized groups. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's it's terrible. Shouldn't be. That's that's my opinion. I, I agree with you. I think you, you get situations where there are men who say things like, oh, if if a woman is raped and I'm pregnancy is not going to happen, like God will just like cast it out. It's like, uh, everything is the will of God. Yes. But like, can we can we apply some realism to this? That like, is just so that, that, that to me just sounds so um, what do you call it? Not naive, like. 
I don't know. It's, it's, it's stupid. Essentially, it's like, are like you really? Scene. Do you really think that way? Like, that's really what you think? It's, it's crazy. crazy. Like they're saying that um, it's very that the body has a natural defense. Like, it's like what? What? Like, like yeah. That like in the case of rape, the body has a natural defense. I'm like, oh just, 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 just stop. Just stop. And. I, I I think, and I don't know if I'm going to play devil's advocate, but I think part of it becomes an argument of, yes, a woman, in my opinion, should have a right to choose. And it's taken me a while to come to that point. But mm. there is one thing that's always sort of not bugged me, but I've never been able to reconcile, which is, okay, let's say you're married. Mm-hmm. You've talked about having a baby. Mm-hmm. You're pregnant. And you don't want the baby anymore. Let's say let's let's even give everyone the benefit of the doubt that we're now like what eight weeks. Let's say mm-hmm. it's not that it's not that bad or whatever according to the law. Mm-hmm. Then what? Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it, again, I I know where I stand on the issue. It's just I I've always wondered about that little intersection mm-hmm. of we're we're also saying that a woman should be able to take it away even if you guys have agreed that this is what you want, right? Uh, I see see where you're coming from. Which is, I'm not saying in dangerous territory, and it it might be just where, you know, what has to to be. Maybe. I don't know. But that could affect a marriage very seriously and affect the family very seriously. So should there be some type of agreement Maybe not. I, and and again, um, this is not. This is. I don't want people to listen to this and be like, "Oh, he's you know trying to say this." It's just something I've always wrestled with and thought about, while supporting the fact that at least abortion should be available, you know, to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because at that point, what right does a man have? Maybe he shouldn't have any rights. That, but to not have it at all <laughs> you know uh, as an option for people who uh, to your point you know financially may not be able to take care of that kid mm-hmm. and then someone will say we'll put the kid up for adoption <laughs> people think that adoption is just magic that Bro. like the kid just gets adopted by somebody like that's just, that's just not how that whole thing works nope. at all and especially nope. in the foster care system in America where like kid actually could possibly not saying it happens, but could possibly be abused for a long time exactly. before they even find a good home. Like it's, exactly. it's, 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 it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely something that, um, like, just like generally, just we. It's one of those things that we should, we should give autonomy to the person who is actually, you know, burdened with that. You know, I think that's that's um, that's important. I, I don't know any other way to. I'm trying to think of basic human things that would be weird if they if they outlawed it. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think, but um. Well, well, you know what? To to your point, if you think of it this way, right? To your earlier point about religion, as a religious person myself, I understand that this religious persecution, I understand that we're often mocked for being religious. I get all that. But Mm -hmm. I still have never believed that in a 
Western country that identifies with separation of church and state, that we should be using our religion as leverage exactly. in law. I've never exactly. believed that. If this was, like if you in the States, me in Canada, if they were what we called Christian republics, mm-hmm. the same way Oman and Kuwait and all these are Islamic republics, yeah. let me tell you straight up, I'll say that is the law. The law mm-hmm. is governed by their religion. Deal yeah. with it. I'm not an activist yeah. like that, like that. Exactly. You know, you've chosen to be here. This is what it is. Exactly. I would understand that. That's just me. I've always said to people, I would understand that, knowing but where then, I am. But then there's, you know, and this is a different topic for another time maybe, but then there's the humanitarian aspects to it, you know, the the basic rights aspect to it, for instance, for like women in those kind of states where they can't do anything, you know. I mean, again, they function how they function, you know. They're loosening up some stuff. Some people call it human rights abuse. You know, some people just call it life, and it works that way, you know. Um, so, you know, there's 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 jagged lines there, and when you have the whole world watching also, you will be judged for it. So it's kind of a dicey situation. But, yeah, this this kind of stuff, I don't know. It's just like, it's like telling people, I don't know, it's, it's, it, to me to be like outlawing, Marriage between certain people, which at one point was probably a thing. Wow. You know, to, that's to, to, your point, to, to your point, um, if I, and I hope I'm, I'm recording this correctly, but this, there's no, so in the U.S. Constitution, right, there's mm-hmm. nothing there that, that says anything about marriage in that. Mm-hmm. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, when the Supreme Court basically said that, um, same-sex couples should be federally protected to marry. Uh-huh. I mm-hmm. believe they use the same amendment, equal protection under the law, which mm-hmm. I believe is is the Fourteenth Amendment as well. And so, and what I was reading last night was, if Roe v. Wade falls, you better believe that there are going to be constitutional arguments yep. made to take away not just same-sex couples but what Mm. they would do is they would argue to make marriage the um what's the word to make marriage uh fall under the states which could actually mean a state could decide that interracial marriages are not allowed and that's that i don't believe in this day and age any state would do that i don't but that's the argument to say that that they actually could go that far if they wanted to yeah which is wild (laughs) That's very wild. You know, I, when, you know, I saw something the other day, and this is true, and I guess I thought it was informal, and I don't know how real it was. Have you heard of Sunset States? Sunset Rules? Sun, sunset Rules? Yeah. Was that or where, sunset, like, black sunset states? Out after a certain time? Yeah. So, like, if, if it was, it's like one of those rules that, you know, if you're driving cross-country or whatever, there's certain states that you can't, or counties, they can't pass after a certain time, and if you if you're caught, if something happens to you, you're pretty much fucked. If you're mm-hmm. of a different race, mm-hmm. I didn't. I mean, it, again, in my mind and just my knowledge of just being in America, or whatever, that's always been a informal thing. You know, I've always known that 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 kind of is something you should think about, but I never saw it as something that I would actually, you know think about when I'm 
you know, deciding if I want to move around somewhere, you know? I didn't know it was something that actually was enforced. But I knew, you know, the certain certain back country, you know, back back road type places you don't want to go at certain times. Yeah, it's mm. obvious, you know, but I didn't think that officially they still had like I saw the, the tweet I saw had a picture of signs still saying that, you know, after mm. a certain time, whites only in this county. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't wow. know that those signs still existed. So you know, it's it's crazy. You know, you think we've we've um we've progressed, and we have. You know, generally as human beings, but I keep saying human beings are fucked up, and you know, we will never get to a point of unison in anything. There will always be contrarians. There will always be people trying to fuck up good things. It's just how human beings are. So it's I, think, I think the other other thing I wanted to say about this before we move on to the next topic is there are people who say that so uh, someone was bringing up the stats and that in Canada for instance abortion is legal at any point in time mm-hmm. now it's legal at any point in time but however most organizations don't do it as a matter of practice after 23 weeks unless there are extenuating circumstances yeah. it's sort of an unwritten rule that 23 weeks is the max that they'll go. Mm-hmm. Now, what we've actually found is that abortions dropped 12% from 1997 until now. And you don't, in countries that have legalized abortions, abortions have decreased because what they have done instead is put resources into, you know, family planning, you know, education, and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's the same thing with drug use where you have a lot of safe, um, uh, what do you call them, safe injection sites and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where they actually realize the more you criminalize these things, the more people actually do them, but also the more harm they cause themselves in doing such things. Yeah. But in Vancouver, they trialed these safe injection sites for you know, certain drugs, and what they actually found was, A, you were getting less HIV from people sharing needles and things like that, Mm-hmm. But act in actual fact, by bringing them into the site where you can actually talk to them and counsel them and work with them as well, they were seeing less use over time of mm-hmm. these things. Yeah. So because you're treating it like a health issue as yeah. opposed to a criminal issue. And it's the same thing with abortion where you legalize it, but you focus on the well-being of people. Mm-hmm. You will see less of that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, you teach people, give people more sex education, you know, just generally. And then you have less repeat offenders, you know, people just showing up anyhow to, to get abortions, which does happen and is very unfortunate. Um, but, yeah, I, I, let's see what happens. I mean, what stage is it at right now? I saw a video of Elizabeth Warren leaving the courthouse, the Supreme Court. And she was pretty pissed uh, talking to it reporters. It can still change. Right now, it was a draft of the opinion. So it can still change until it's supposed to be publicized, which I think is in two months. Um, we'll see. Um, so, what is, so explain to me. I mean, you probably you know this more than me. Draft means the judges have sat down together and or something has been submitted to the judges or will be submitted to the judges for them to preside upon or decide upon, right? That's what it is. 
so they've heard the arguments. They've made a decision mm-hmm. right now. They made a decision. And they have a, a draft opinion where the majority will say, this is why we, we have voted this way. And it will mm-hmm. usually be a dissenting opinion that will be written mm-hmm. as well. But until it's publicized, there have been um, known to be vote swapping or people changing their mind, things mm-hmm. like that. Those things have been known to happen. That's why they, you'll hear Democrats say, if this vote stands or if this is the true outcome, mm-hmm. because they know that in the drafting period, things have changed. Mm-hmm. What, what you might see maybe is that there's so much heat on this mm-hmm. that the judges might go, you know what? Like maybe one or two might go, you know what? I'm going to change my vote. Mm-hmm. And they'll give a legalese reason. But really, mm-hmm. it's it's it might be because there's a video of Gorsuch saying like, "Hey, I'd walk out of his office if he, you know," and he might go, "I changed my mind." Yeah. It's it's possible. I think it's unlikely because I think this was the goal from the get go. But yeah. it's possible. Yeah. And I think what's the important message for people to understand is that you personally can be pro life, but there's nothing wrong with accepting that your personal views don't have to infringe on someone else. Yep, exactly. I think that's very important for people to remember. Because, quite frankly, when I think about it, I I personally might be, might be, because I'm not sure, mm-hmm. might be a pro-life person. Mm-hmm. But I refuse to believe that my religious belief should infringe on anyone at all so by definition where i live i am wholeheartedly pro-choice as a result of that and i would defend your right to that while in my household maybe we personally feel a different type of way yeah yeah i feel you and that's that's pretty much how it is usually across the board um i definitely feel like things like that you don't know until you're in it you Mm -hmm. really don't know uh, you can never say, yeah, I'm going to do this or that until you're in it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's I, I hope that things change. But um, the way the way thing people are acting, has Katanji resumed her seat yet? I don't think she's in it yet. Cause I think Briar is still in there for another month or so. Um, it's probably not why they're trying to push this kind of shit now. Probably, even though yeah. her, I mean, I mean, right now their majority Republican voted judges there, right? How many of them? I think it's six. Are Republican? I think out of what nine? Yeah, although Roberts sometimes tends to straddle both sides. He's Is Republican, that the black dude. No, 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 that guy, that guy's Uncle Ruckus. He's he's she's he's straight <laughs> up like his his wife is an insurrectionist. Nah. <laughs> that, that that guy's compromised. I'll I'll, um, I'll I'll say this though. One one thing that people should think about, and Amara and I like we we talked about this. I asked her this question. I was like, in the event that the doctor told me I had to, I won't say my answer that I had to choose, like you know, the life of the baby or life of the mother. I told her what I would choose. And what did and she say? And that's a decision. She didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that, that's what that decision is. It's exactly what I, it is. Yeah, I, we never really talked about it. Uh, we've only kind of talked about like the, 
like kind of like the pulling the plug type situation. Mm-hmm. Anamaka being a nurse and having to deal with the situations has already said straight up, you know, if I'm suffering, just take me off. There's no, mm-hmm. I don't keep me for, don't keep me for weeks or months trying to keep me on some machine. Nah, fuck it, just remove it, remove it. Mm-hmm. That's what she said, and I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, I think the same thing for me. I would rather not be suffering although what if the person is conscious i mean you probably are anyways you probably are seeing what's going on with you and well we don't know we don't know what it's like when you're i i would want situation. the plug i would want the plug pulled in that pulled, yeah in that situation yeah. if it were me yeah but if it's if it's between a wife and a baby all i'll say is mm-hmm. i ain't trying to be a single dad <laughs> you know that's, 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 that's all i'm saying like Fair i spent enough time with this person for years for years yeah exactly and, i don't know the kid you're, yet. you're telling me to make a snap decision i don't know the kid yet, so, yeah i don't, think so. I don't think so i don't think so i don't think so but a very painful decision you know one we will, one we will never have to make in jesus name amen amen but yeah man let's turn over to the lighthearted shit literally um, <laughs> I forgot we we're gonna talk about this. this is it lighthearted? Oh man! Yeah, we'll just talk about it really quickly. We don't have to spend too much time, but you know, this is a a hot topic on Twitter, Nigerian Twitter, to begin with for me, anyways. And then I think I saw it creep into American Twitter, Black American Twitter. Uh, but pretty much the whole Dubai travel girl type or even boy type thing for like sexual adventures or misadventures type thing. First of all, I don't know why this is a topic now. It's not the first time I'm ever hearing about this. Like people going to Dubai to sleep with billionaires and have shit dumped on them or having them shit on people. You know, even the whole having sex with dogs thing. I mean, that was something that I remember when we were small. Do you know? Do you know that's that? Um, I don't want to call her an actress. That um, Nigerian celebrity Kosi. Mm-hmm. Kosi Jacko. She has like big boobs, and that's her her selling point. Mm-hmm. There was a time when the I don't know what the name of those magazines were, but at the time when they they kind of published something as if she slept with dogs, and it was just on the newspaper type thing. But you know all these things have been there for a while, so I don't know if it's just because it's Twitter and you know, somehow somehow the stories came up again. But you know, first of all, people are wild. What you do for money is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know how you would. I can't even imagine how you would get so desperate that you would let a dog. First of all, not even just sleep with you, but like there's one story of one girl like just sleeping with several dogs and like having them actually finish in her and like i'm like really like this is what you're doing and you know the the risk of disease and the risk of you know i don't know if our our physiology can merge with animal physiology but i don't even want to why would you even risk getting to the point where you're have some kind of being gestating in you, you know. Um, you know that that's that's weird to me. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know this this was the worst um, thing like I've seen 
in a very long time. <laughs> like, like I heard of it, right? And people were like, oh, I can't even, I, don't watch it, don't watch it, don't watch it. And of course, the curiosity got the better of me and I decided to watch it. Wait, there was a video stuff? Fam! I didn't see any videos. Fam. All I saw was the tweets. There's a video? I, bro, I, I, I don't know why I said, you know what? Like, you know where you're like, nah, there can't be a video. Nah, there can't be a video. So I searched on Twitter. Oh wow. my God. Like, please do not watch it. <laughs> it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Like, wow. I understand why they call it, like, Porta Potty. Like, because they're literally just using their faces as Porta Potty. Like, oh, you saw the one of. Um... They shit in a girl's mouth. From. Oh, shit. Like, that's nasty. I, I, I literally saw that. And I, and I couldn't believe my eyes. It's 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 a nightmare to think that like people are that down in life that they need money to do that. But also it kind of speaks to the sick like underbelly of wealthy people in some sense. Mm-hmm. Um You know what I mean? Like it's 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 just it's just a sick you remember in you watch Squid Game, right? Yeah. You know, that whole thing is basically about like the rich eating the poor right yep. and like subjecting them to sick twisted things for their own fantasy yep. and like this stuff is real this stuff goes down like that it happens and these and these women are down bad and it also speaks to just the state of the nation that women feel like they have to do this like this is we need we need better leadership we need better people <laughs> we need better everything absolutely everything I, I said like I keep saying human beings are disgusting are vile, are brutal, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. It's just, it's nasty. It's just, it's not cool. It's, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's, it's terrible. Like, are you that desperate? And then, you know, the one story, the main story I read, she, what, she kept, she disappeared for like a month. In like two, three months' time, she came back home, bought up like several pieces of land in in Nigeria, brought cars, whatever. I mean, do you know what, what kind of work she was doing? Work, quote unquote, she was doing to get all that money to do all that. It's just, it's just sad, man. Just very sad. Uh, I, 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 it's, it is extremely sad. I, I, I don't I don't know where we go from here if this is where people are at. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh. But anyways. Uh oh my god. Are you watching it? I just saw one one video. <laughs> oh my god. Like that is extreme. Bruh. Jesus is Lord. Open mouth. Oh god. Oh. Bruh, don't do this yourself. <laughs> God. Oh God. God God, God have mercy upon us. <laughs> <laughs> that is nasty. That do, is nasty. Do you, do you remember that um um that pastor? Uh have you seen that video of Pastor Martin Sempa, the guy in Uganda? Was which one? The poo poo in the poo poo poo. The poo poo Oh God. <laughs> That guy is that guy was a was a was a meme before memes were a thing. 
Bruh. Oh, man. That they used Anyways. to poo poo like ice cream. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, God. God. <laughs> Jeez. Like, that just reminded me of the video I just saw. <laughs> that is just terrible. God. Oh, That's, man. I, like, I really, I'm so glad that I'm not, like, just in life, you know, you have to be grateful of how you were raised and, you know, your circumstances because what would get me to that point where that's what I'm resorting to to make money? Like, what? You know, God, I mean, it, it, it at that point, like, is it just, I mean, again, prostitution is the is the oldest profession in the world. So, sleeping with men for money, I mean, yeah, it's taboo or whatever, but hey, it's something that happens. It's, I guess, in this world we are in, and it's always been, it's a commodity. And as long as you take care of yourself and you are, you know, you know, discreet or whatever, do you, man, like, whatever, you know, I, I consider, if you're not a streetwalker, I'm, I'm okay with that, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm okay with escorting, I'm okay with all that kind of stuff, if you do what you gotta do, be discreet, make your money, be safe, you know, don't just do any jobs, but when it comes to streetwalking and, like, the down and dirty ones where, you can let anyone sleep with you anyhow you want, anyhow they want. You know, treats you like shit. You know, you look like a mess. You don't take care of yourself. You literally just sleeping with people for twenty bucks, the type of thing. That's mm-hmm. where it begins to get nasty for me. So I'm like, you know, when did you get to the point where you've even passed that whole nastiness escorting type thing? You're actually like doing other extreme things for money. How do you get to that point? You know, I, I'm so glad that, you know, generally we're in positions where we don't have to think about those things. But, like, it's very real for some people. And it's very unfortunate, I think. That some people are, are like that. Seriously. Yeah, really thank God, man. I really do. Yeah. Crazy, man. Anyways, just want to end on that note. Um, you know, sorry if we traumatized anyone with that last <laughs> note. But I just thought it was something funny that occurred. Uh, worth talking about. So, but yeah, man, bro, have a good night. Get better. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, my love to PJ and uh, Amara. Yes, yes. And uh, say hi to Amaka and Kaima for us. We'll do. We'll I'll do. try some of that jollof quinoa. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, man. Good luck. It's <laughs> good. Just bear through. Bear with it. Trust me. Alrighty. All right, bro. Cool. Later. Peace. Thanks for listening to the talk shop with Bernie and Chimdi. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You want to talk to us? Find Bernie at BUJ21 on Twitter and Chimdi at Comms88. Take care.